The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is T-Formation Conversation. I'm your host, Lester Wiltfong, editor-in-chief at Windy City Gridiron, and it is Bears Packers on Sunday at noon kickoff from Soldier Field and Justin Fields, first matchup against the hated rival Green Bay Packers. Should be a fun game. I mean, the Bears are, you know, it's obviously they're, they're favored to lose this game. I think the last I saw the line was, I think, at six. Um, it's kind of fluctuated a bit throughout the week, uh, getting worse and worse. Uh, and part of that, you know, possibly it could have something to do with the injuries on the Bears. So let's just kick things off right away and go through the injuries. You know, they have 10 players listed as questionable. Two players listed as out, so we'll go over to out guys first. J.P. Holtz, tight end, he's out with a quad injury, and they're going to miss him. I mean, they missed him last week. He missed the game. You know, the Bears want to establish the run now. This is kind of their identity that they, that they kind of forged on with uh, since Justin Fields is taking over as a starter. You know, they want to establish the run, and J.P. Holtz is a guy that he plays some inline tight end. He also plays a little bit of fullback for you. So by Holtz being out, you know, that, that, that may hurt the offense a little bit, but as we saw last week, you know, the Bears are, are – able to scheme around things, and we kind of saw them last week. They put a six offensive lineman in the game in Alex Bars. They used Ryan Nall a little bit at fullback. So they're able to work around uh, missing J.P. Holtz. They do get Jesse James back this week. He has no designation at all as an injury. He missed last week's game for a personal reason. Uh, that was never uh, really talked about much. Uh, so whatever it was, it, it's over. It's taken care of, and and Jesse James is back. And, he again, James another guy that kind of plays that that inline roll a bit and kind of do a little bit of both stuff there for you as far as the, the Y and the U. So it's good getting Jess James back. Uh, the other guy that is out this week is Caleb Johnson. He hurt his knee last week against the Raiders. Special teamer, uh, undrafted free agent rookie. You know, he's been playing well on the third phase, though. So he's a guy that established himself and all the special teams for the Bears. So it'll hurt having him gone, but, you know, they'll be fine. The Bears have had a pretty good special teams unit all season long. So, but that shouldn't hurt him. Plus, they're going to get a guy back. Joel Iwebunye, Iggy's back. Uh, he, he's questionable this week, but I got a feeling he'll play. He practiced all week. Uh, no problem there. Uh, let's go over the rest of the questionable guys. I already talked about Iggy. So there's nine more, so let's get through them. Uh, Akeem Hicks, uh, groin, questionable. Khalil Mack, foot. Xavier Crawford, defensive back. Uh, he has a back injury. Duke Shelley, the nickelback, ankle. Already burns. Cornerback, got a foot injury. Uh Allen Robinson, wide out, he's got an ankle. Jakeem Grant, senior, wide out, kick returner, punt return specialist. He has a groin, questionable. Ryan Nall, talked about a little earlier as a guy that can play a little bit of fullback for you. 
He's also crushed with an ankle, but let's be real here. Most of these guys are going to play. They all mostly practice in full on Friday, except for the only few guys that didn't. Uh, we're talking about Akeem Hicks, uh, who was limited. Uh, Allen Robinson was limited. And Jakeem Grant was limited as well. Uh, Khalil Mack did not practice at all on Friday. In fact, Khalil Mack missed the entire week of practice. But Khalil Mack's a warrior. We've seen him before uh, miss practice and then be ready for the game. He only practiced last week limited on Friday. And uh, he dominated against the Raiders. So Khalil Mack, it did not seem like he, he re-aggravated his injury. They haven't talked about it all week like he hurt himself again in that Raider game. Uh, so I'm guessing it's just a, a situation where they want to be extra cautious with Khalil Mack. And, and you know, Mack's a pro. I mean, Mack knows how to get his body ready. So even though he didn't, he didn't practice all week, I'm sure he was there taking all the mental reps, getting the game plan in, soaking it all in, doing plenty of work on the side, keeping his wind up. So I have no issue with Khalil Mack missing practice. He'll play. That's my gut feeling. I can't see him not playing again. We're talking about the Packers here. We're talking Khalil Mack. He knows the importance of this game. Bears, uh, Packers, this game is essentially for first place. You know, er, Yeah, it's early, but it's essentially for first place in the NFC North, so Mack's going to play. Uh, the other guys, though, that, that were limited, Shaquem Grant, uh, he tweaked his groin, I think. It must have happened on, on Wednesday's practice because he popped up on the injury report Thursday, Friday. Limited both days with the groin. I'm guessing he'll play. Uh, he's only back to the return from kicks and punts. Hopefully he's a little smarter this week with uh, – some of those returns. Um, at this point, the Bears need him to just field the punt cleanly and uh, and get some positive yards. That's really all they want out of Jakeem Grant. If he's a little if he's a little tender in the groin area, Allen Robinson wide out. He missed all week. Uh, he practiced limited a little bit on Fridays at an ankle injury. I'm guessing he's going to be a true game time decision. Uh, him and Akeem Hicks. I'm guessing they're both be game time decisions. Uh, they missed all week. They practiced a little bit on Friday. Akeem Hicks. Last week was was doubtful going into the weekend's game. They downgraded them on Saturday, which which reminds me to, to remind you guys, make sure you guys check the site, WindyCityGridiron.com. If any of these uh, injury designations are changed, are, are downgraded, are upgraded, whatever it is, we'll make sure we update the site. So check that out. If there's any changes, uh, we'll uh, make sure we take care of that and let you guys know that way. Also, follow me on Twitter. If you do the Twitter thing, at WiltFongJR. I'm sure I'll tweet about any changes they make as well. So we got to cover one way or the other as far as the injuries go. But the other guys, like I said, they all practice in full. I can't see them missing. I'm not saying they're all going to dress. You know, the Bears may not dress Artie Burns. Uh, they may not dress uh, Xavier Crawford. You know, we kind of have to see what they do as far as the uh, the inactives go. We'll have that also on the site for you as well. Uh, 90 minutes before kickoff on Sunday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. We'll ha- have that taken care of as well. But that's not all the Bears they're going to miss this week. Uh, running back Damian Williams was put on the reserve COVID-19 list on Thursday. And just the timing of it all makes it really, really, really unlikely that he is going to be able to play on Sunday. So with Damian Williams out, with David Montgomery on injured reserve still, that means a heavy dose of rookie Khalil Herbert at the tailback spot. And and Herbert, you know, he kind of took over that game in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. It was uh, it was him. You know, the Bears were leading on the rookie to kind of close that game out against the Raiders. So, you know, there's some trust there from the Bears and, and with Herbert. You know, they believe in him. He runs hard. He, he's got some pretty decent speed. I think he was a 4-4 guy at, at college. So here's a guy that is able to come in and the offense doesn't miss a beat. So that's, that's a luxury. You know, you got three guys you really can lean on. And with Khalil Herbert, you know, third man up. Let's see what happens. 
Ryan Nall was signed to the active roster earlier this week uh, when, when they made some moves. So I can't see Ryan Nall not playing. Um, I know a lot of Bears fans aren't excited to see that, but Ryan Nall has been around for a few years. And the one edge he may have over Herbert, that could be in pass protection. That's the big thing they'll have to do. They have to prove they know how to do, how to do pass pro. Blitz pickups, where the blitz is coming from. When the O-line goes one way, that means the back has the other way. Or sometimes it's it's a split and he's got the guy coming out the middle. So they need the running back to know where those blitzes are coming from, especially with a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields. So do not be surprised if you see Ryan Nall playing a little bit in passing situations. They may play him once in a while, just kind of get him in the flow of the game so they're not tipping their hand what they're going to do. So heavy dose of Khalil Herbert, a little bit of Ryan Nall. And then with the COVID uh, uh, list with Williams, my guess is they're going to activate Artavius Pierce from the practice squad as a COVID call-up. You don't have to make a roster move for that. If you got a guy in the COVID list, you're allowed to replace him from your practice squad. So that's going to be Pierce, my guess, going to be on Sunday, who will be the third tailback active. Also, during this last week, the Bears put uh, starting right tackle Jermaine Effetti on injured reserve. Also, they put Jeremiah Atachao, the outside linebacker, on injured reserve. So, you know, the depth is hurting. So, so the Bears got to step up. So it's going to be Elijah Wilkinson getting to start at right tackle. And uh, he had an up-and-down preseason. You know, he, he had moments where I thought he looked really good. I actually graded his play a couple a couple times in a preseason. Uh, again, up-and-down. What he, what he does give you is what the Bears want to do. They want to be a mauling run team. He gives you that. He, he's a pretty good in, in the run game. Uh, my concern with Wilkinson is is against pass pro. Um, like most right tackles, like most tackles, you know, swing tackles, they struggle against the, against the speed guys. The Packers, fortunately, are missing their their top pass rusher, uh, Zadarius Smith, who is on injured reserve. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Wilkinson. And I'm sure the Bears have learned their lesson from that Browns game. They're going to help him. Uh, they're going to chip occasionally. They're going to keep a tight end in. They may keep Alex Bars in once in a while on that right side to help Wilkinson, help Wilkinson out. So, you know, they'll do something to make sure they're not leaving Wilkinson on an island because that's not something anyone wants to see. Uh, and then with this, uh, Jeremiah Tatao, I can't even say that name. Jeremiah Tatao out. Uh, Travis Gibson, he's going to get a pickup in uh, playing time probably. He will now be the uh, first outside linebacker off the bench. Um, I really thought they were going to activate Charles Snowden from the practice squad to take the place there. But they actually activated Sam Kamara, who is another undrafted free agent. Uh, he played defensive line at Stony Brook in college. So this, he's playing kind of a new position, but he gives him a little more size at the edge, uh, maybe a little better against the run. And we did see in preseason Kamara flashed as a pass rusher. So Kamara really took to that position. He's a little bigger than Snowden. My guess is that Snowden is going to be one of these guys that just kind of takes the whole rookie year on the practice squad. He's just not very physically uh, big right now. I think he's 6'7", 240. Uh, he's kind of thin. There's a reason why the entire NFL passed on him uh, several times, why the Bears were able to cut him, get him back to the practice squad. Uh, they have not protected him at all this season so far. While he has good athleticism, while he has pretty good football instincts, he just right now may not be physically ready for the rigors of an NFL season. So uh, I look at him as kind of a guy like Roy Robertson Harris. Uh, they kind of took that, that, that pseudo red shirt year uh, with Harris. They actually put him on the, uh, it was uh, one of those injured lists he was on. So they kind of snuck him on there and kept him. Snowden though, I think they'll keep him on the uh, practice squad all season, but it's good. I mean, it's a good guy to have in the pipeline. Again, he, he flashed in the preseason. 
So uh, the Bears have got some good young guys at that spot here, and especially with Travis Gibson. And he stepped up. You know, this uh, preseason, uh, he looked good. He's got a couple sacks now in the uh, regular season. You know, he was in line for an uptick in, in snaps anyway. So now with him being the OLB3, he's going to have his chance to really shine here. Before I get over to the Packers, I want to make sure I remind you guys, as soon as the game ends, Robert Schmitz will, will be recording his uh, Chicago Bears post-game show, Bear With Me. Uh, make sure you stick around and check that out at some point. We'll make sure we share it on the site. We'll share it on social media channels as well. He'll actually record that live on his Run Pass Opinion YouTube channel. And then he'll cut it up and put it on the podcast channel uh, shortly thereafter. So, so check that out. And we have another uh, a Bears post-game show. That's my other show that I co-host with Jeff Burkus. That's our Bear and Balanced show that drops... Uh, Tuesday morning, uh, but again, like Robert, we do record that the night before, so we'll record that actually Monday night on Jeff's YouTube channel, his Bears Over Beers YouTube channel, so be looking out for that if you want to watch a couple guys with Faces for Radio kind of do our thing on video, and then like I said, we'll have that popped up for you on the podcast channel first thing Tuesday morning. All right, so let's get to the Packers. I already talked about Zedaria Smith, who's on IR. Let's talk about the rest of their IR guys real quick. The, their, their top corner, uh, J.R. Alexander, he is also an injured reserve. Uh, they're also missing a wideout, Marquez Valdez-Scantling on IR. Uh, he was more of the third, fourth wideout anyway, so not that big a loss. But those first two guys, clearly big losses. Uh, like I said, Zedaria Smith is their best pass rusher. J.R. Alexander is their top corner, one of the best corners in the game. So that hurts. Missing those guys is going to be bad for that defense. And they have one more guy I got to mention who has not played all season long. That is left tackle David Bakhtiari. He's still on the pup list. So uh, the Bears are going to get a backup left tackle as well. Uh, Now let's go to their actual injury list for Friday. Uh, Kevin King, another corner. Uh, So they're missing their top two corners in Alexander on IR. Kevin King is out with a shoulder injury. He's already been ruled out. Um, And also for the Packers, they're missing a backup lineman, Dennis Kelly. Uh, he's got a back injury. He's doubtful, uh, but from a way they, the way they were talking, it seems like he's probably going to be a uh, uh, not able to play, or at least he'll be inactive. One of their best offensive linemen, Elgton Jenkins, uh, offensive guard. He has played some tackle in the past. He kind of plays one of these guys that are really rare in the NFL. He can play pretty much up and down that line. Um, he missed the last few games. He has been limited all week in practice. They sound like he's going to play. Uh, but Coach Lafleur over the Packers said that's probably going to be a game time decision. My guess is he'll play ankle injury. Some of the beat guys said that he looked like he's move, moving around pretty good at practice. So my guess is he'll play. And they have one more guy, uh, Malik Taylor, uh, wide out reserve, a key special teamer, from what I understand. Uh, he was questionable with an illness, uh, but then late Friday afternoon he was actually moved to the reserve COVID nineteen list. So again, the timing of it means he's probably not going to play. So. You know, that hurt their special teams and hurt their depth at wide out. A lot of injuries could affect this game here. You know, it's going to come down to obviously which team makes plays. But, you know, if the Bears decide this is the week, they want to let Justin Fields air it on a little bit, might not be a bad idea. Uh, the Packers missing a couple corners. Uh, their secondary has been sketchy this year. Uh, missing a top pass rusher. There, there's, there's, some, there's some avenues here where the Bears can put up some points against the Packers. We've seen in the past with the Packers and the Bears games where Matt Nagy's gotten away from the run, and that really hurt what the Bears want to do offensively. They just couldn't move the ball. Um, they just, for whatever reason, stopped running. You know, the Packers will still play plenty of nickel and dime. So, you know, you got to pound them. you got to force them to get back in their base, and then 
with Justin Fields, now you go over the top. You get some play action going here. So uh, on the flip side, Aaron freaking Rodgers, come on. It's uh, it's almost like a cheat code watching him play out there. He's just so good. He's so smooth. It's it's so frustrating as a Bears fan because Aaron Rodgers, every game he does something. And he, and he does something to just rip our hearts out as Bears fans. And he's going to do it again this week. So maybe missing his left tackle. Uh, his, his guard Jenkins maybe thinged up a bit. You know, maybe there's a way that the Bears can kind of harass him enough uh, to make just enough mistakes. But, man, it's going to be a hard game here. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it. So, But it should be fun. You know, like, like I've been saying the last few weeks, you know, this season is all about Justin Fields. It's all about Justin Fields' his development. You know, I want to see him flash. I want to see him show the potential that, that we all believe he has from watching him at Ohio State. Wins are secondary at this point. Yes, I want to see the Bears win. I want to see the Bears beat the Packers ass so bad like every other Bears fan. But if if it's a close game and if Justin Fields balls out and, and looks like that dude that we all think he's going to look like and, and has enough of those big big wow moments for us, the loss won't sting quite as much. Still going to sting because we're talking Packers. It's just, uh, you know, it's rough. But uh, hopefully we had a fun game to watch here. And it's a, it's a nice close game. And, and as Bears fans, we get to see what we want. And that's Justin Fields do great. And, and a cherry, cherry on the top would be a, a big W. And club dub opening up in Soldier Field uh, would be the way to, to close off the Sunday. So, But that is it, guys. You know, for more Bears-Packers previews, make sure you guys check out the last couple podcasts we popped up on the channel here. Jeff Burkus, EJ Snyder just recorded Bears Over Beers. They previewed the Bears-Packers. And then go back one more episode to Bill Zimmerman's Bears banter. He actually had ESPN 1000's Mark Sylvie Silverman on, and that is always a fun show with Sylvie. He's just a uh, such a good personality. He always tells it like it is. You know, he does not hold back at all. He's one of the best uh, guys in the whole uh, local Chicago media that just does it the way he does it. and it's, it's a fun show. Make sure you check that out as well. So, But that's it. Until next time, bear down, my friends.